of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Always good to spend time with Lancaster County Board Chair Rick Vest, and that's what we're doing this morning on Lincoln Live. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Dale. It's good to talk with you again. Earlier this week, I spoke with Mayor Gaylor Baird about street projects. From a county perspective, it's more like road projects for commissioners. So why don't you run down some of the projects the county board supports? Well, we we just had a, a big authorization where uh, the county engineering department's going to be resurfacing a lot of roads that uh, are already improved. But in order to upgrade, maintain and upgrade those roads, we've got a number of projects going on especially Waverly Road. Uh, as, as you'll recall, that was hit hard by the winter storms. Uh, Pam's got a contract signed to make improvements and restore that one. And then a big portion of the improvements are going to go to Sawtillo Road. We've, we've talked about that before as well. With all the traffic from the uh, South Beltway construction trucks going over it, uh, that one needs to be brought up to a better condition, and we've got some resurfacing crews heading that way in the near future. And from there, it makes sense to talk about the South Beltway, because anyone that has heard me talk with county commissioners knows the South Beltway always comes up. Uh, this morning we bring it up because uh, some streets have been renamed. What are the, what are the three most significant? Yeah, that's a, that's a great point to discuss. Uh, unfortunately, the change in streets down there, you know, streets have to be realigned because of the, the beltway coming in. It's going to cause some streets to be renumbered or renamed. Three that were particularly interesting are Hinman Way, Arthur Edgren Way, and Cohen Boulevard. Uh, these are the county engineer recommends and the board approves, and uh, Alice. Hamlin Hinman was a psychologist who helped transform public education in the early 20th century in Lincoln. So a shout out to educators. Arthur Edgren was a county engineer from 1915 to 1932 and was a leader in developing the county road system that we enjoy today. He took it from unimproved dirt trails to a more modern transportation system. And Richard Cohen was a a combat veteran who was killed during World War II and received the Medal of Honor after his death. Three members of our community who who added a lot are being honored. Joining me today for the conversation on Lincoln Live is Lancaster County Board Chair Rick Vest. I've done a lot of conversations about budgets, whether it's school board, city, county, state, it just seems to be a misunderstood and sometimes a boring subject. But regardless of boring or interesting, it still impacts people's pocketbooks. It's still taxpayer money. So let's talk about the budget. Uh, hearings began this week, a process that continues through May. Yes, this is our annual. Every year at this time, Dale, the board meets with all the, the department heads. And as you know, 
we have a combination of both elected officials and appointed budget or directors, and they will present their needs to us, and then we have the challenge of putting those pieces together to form a coherent budget. Uh, I would just say the last two years, we've worked very hard to uh, minimize growth. Last year, I think we held the growth at close to 1%, which uh, it goes back to your point. Out of respect for those people who are paying taxes to support the county, we try to honor that. I would just say if folks have time and are interested, they can go to the county website, go through the department's tab to the budget and fiscal folder, and they can go into OpenGov and see all the requests from the different departments. You can only save yourself so many paper clips to, to reach your bottom line, Rick. When will uh, the county board approach the subject of raising revenue in some fashion? Well, boy, that's a great question. And, you know, we've got a lot of moving parts. Let me just say this. In my three years on the board, uh, we face challenges from no, no, very little cash reserve, 28 bridges out of service, uh, numerous other upgrades that were needed, and we've had to struggle our way through that. We're in better shape now than we were uh, in 2019, and we've got a lot of moving parts this year. With uh, we've got some reimbursement and. Uh, from the federal government, and we've got to factor that in. And so it's just going to be an interesting year. I think we've got some opportunities this year, Dale. The options aren't nearly as vast as some sources. Uh, Sales tax, you've got small communities out there. Really, Waverly and Hickman are your two revenue sources for sales tax. But even with that, the generation from sales tax really isn't enough to to go very far it's a great point and to your earlier comment often misunderstood uh the county revenue sources are dictated by state statutes we don't have the ability to authorize our own we don't have any sales tax revenue uh there's a mechanism where we can partner with communities to do some things, but that would require a vote of the community to impose a sales tax on themselves and then joint uh, be joint partners with us. So far, the board has not chosen to pursue that option. And wheel tax was a dirty word that went around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, among some circles, it certainly yeah. was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, we, uh, we've made a hard effort at a, at a wheel tax uh, my first year on the board. Uh, there was a, a very organized and determined group that was opposed to that. And, uh, again, we have to have a partner with one of the communities in the county, and uh, none of them chose to to, to do that wheel tax. Uh, but back, back to your point, Rick, and that is that with all the bridges that need to be repaired, it would be great for the county to be able to bond those out. But... By state statute, you can't. There, there seems to be a, maybe, and correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe a little momentum toward accomplishing that in the legislature. A little momentum is the right mm-hmm. term. Um, we, uh, Senator Brandt, has been a, a great partner with the county in moving a bill forward that would give us the same funding options that the state used 
when they funded the South Beltway, i.e. that we don't have to pay for roads or bridges at the time of the completion of work, but we could arrange an agreement with the contractors to extend payments out over a time period, say okay. four or five years. This would allow us to move projects forward in a quicker manner. Uh, the bill right now is uh, waiting. It's it's advanced to the, and I'm going to confuse my terms, it's advanced into the legislature from committee, but it's not on the consent calendar, so it's uncertain whether it will move any forward any further in this session. Gotcha. In the time remaining, Rick, let's. Uh, it's always good to end a conversation in a good note, and we do that with some signs that the pandemic is weakening and uptick in applications for special events. Absolutely right. And wait, you know, we're seeing an increase. Last year, a lot of them got put on hold or reduced down to very small numbers, as you'll recall. Uh, this year, we this past week, we've had a number of them come through, including one from uh, Myers Wine for an event at Prairie Creek Inn on May 22nd, coming up soon. Uh, another one that's really exciting to me is one at the Sleepy Bees Lavender Farm near Firth, Nebraska, and that's going to run uh, June 5th, 12th, 19th, 26th, and July 3rd. So if you've never been to a lavender farm, there's going to be a real good opportunity to go out there um, later this year. And still time to give some props to important employees uh, around the county. Some awards of excellence were handed out. You know, last year, we, uh, due to the pandemic and some issues, we had a lot of people doing extra work and going above and beyond. And because a lot of times we were doing Zoom meetings, we weren't allowed to uh, uh, give these awards out the way we normally would. And this year we're catching up. So we've had uh, several. Sarah Knudsen from Community Corrections, uh, a Productivity Award. Nicole Miller from Clerk of the District Court, a Productivity Award. And one that was really, you could tell, it was a very heartfelt was uh, from Kim Etherington to Holly Newton in the Community Corrections Department. Holly's completing a very successful career, and Kim talked about how much she's meant to her department and to her personally. A lot going on out in the county, Rick. Appreciate you catching us up every month on Lincoln Live. It's truly an honor to talk with you every month. Thanks, everybody, for being with us. I'm Dale Johnson.